Hi, I'm Zina LaRue and this is HCA Talks Health. And today I'm going to share with you why weight loss is really not about willpower. But if it's not about willpower, then what is it? So I want to start by touching on bringing your physiology back in balance and how important that is. So when your physiology or your blood sugar, your hormones are in balance, then there is space for weight loss. So we just really need to help your body to get back into balance. Okay, so where do we start? So one of the easiest ways to get your physiology back in balance is through blood sugar balance. Because if it's not balanced, then everything will be increasingly difficult. So to give you an example, if you start out the day with, let's say, a croissant or a muffin or a rusk or a cereal, something that contains some starch or, you know, mostly starch or sugar, it will spike your blood sugar, which means that firstly, that excess sugar, which you probably won't be using because you're possibly sitting in front of the laptop, right? So all that excess will then be stored as fat. And secondly, what goes up must go down. So after you've experienced that spike, you will experience a dip as well, which means that you could possibly feel tired or moody, lack concentration, and crave exactly the things that will give you the spike again, right? So when you're down there and your body almost goes into a primal panic where it needs to restore balance and it is going to crave exactly the things that are going to restore balance for you. Right. So when you're down there trying to rely on willpower, let me tell you, is very difficult. So when you get that drop, maybe by 10 o'clock after you've had that croissant for breakfast, you will need something sweet again or possibly coffee right to keep you going and then unfortunately this is going to keep you stuck in a vicious loop so one of my best tips here is to start out the day with a protein rich breakfast it could really make the world's difference to keep you more stable and to help you to start shifting that unwanted weight so something else I often see is that clients tend to be overfed, but they're undernourished, which means that, yes, they're getting more than enough calories, but they're not getting enough nutrients. And we know that when you are undernourished, you will tend to crave more food and eat more food. And your body will keep on asking you for food because it's just not getting the nutrients that it needs. So it thinks that if it's telling you, listen, I'm hungry, that you are going to get the nutrients that your body need. So it could be that your client is nutritionally starved. So they will keep on feeling hungry. So the quality of the food that we're eating matters. And also the variety of the different nutrients matter. We have to make sure that we're getting the nutrients that our body needs to be fueled properly. And then the last element that I want to touch on when it comes to our physiology is the gut microbiome. So the gut microbiome is hugely important when it comes to regulating metabolism and weight. 
So for those of you who don't know, the microbiome is basically the whole ecosystem of bugs that live in your gut and throughout our whole body. And the quality of our microbiome determines the quality of our health and weight. We know that there are so many links between the health of our digestive system and the microbiome and other systems in the body. And there are some interesting research studies where they transported, this is quite an interesting one, they transported the poop of a fat mouse to a skinny mouse. And guess what? I love this. The skinny mouse gained weight without changing how much they ate. Wow. Hey, isn't that fascinating? And unfortunately today, you know, most of us have a pretty bad microbiome. So if we get, if, if, if we don't have healthy bacteria in our gut, it could impact our weight. Like we saw with the, with the mouse study. Um, and, and most of us have a, have a bad microbiome because we live in a microbiome busting society with C-sections, with lack of breastfeeding, with overprescribed antibiotics, steroids, acid blocking medications, birth control pills, etc. So taking care of your gut health might be a very important step for you to take when you are trying to lose weight. Okay, so that was the physiological side of things. But we also know that mindset, the way you think about your body, your weight, food, or your beliefs could really come in the way of sustainable weight loss. And our jobs as health coaches is to challenge our clients and to ask them, but the way you're seeing this, you know, is this really true? Is there maybe another way that you can look at that? So let me give you a few examples of beliefs that I've come across when it comes to weight loss. So often people tell me, you know, I've tried everything and I just always put it back on. So, you know, I'm just going to stop trying. Or perhaps my family are also big. So it definitely is my future. It's purely genetic. Nothing I can do about it. Or I'm an all or nothing person. So either I restrict myself severely or I just go all out. Or I may as well enjoy my life. I'm just going to enjoy what I eat or drink because you have to die of something, right? So let's just live in the moment and we'll deal with the health issues later. Or something I also see quite often is people tell me they just don't have time. Don't have time to prepare nourishing meals. They don't have time to exercise or move their bodies. Um, you know, work is just really busy right now, or it's not a good time, my kids need me, or I'm taking care of my parents. There's always something coming in the way, right? So you can see how important it would be to also deal with this side of the coin. So yes, once we've supported our clients to get their physiology back in balance, we need to unpack with them the beliefs that might be keeping them stuck as well. And what I've often seen with my clients is that if they're struggling to shift unwanted weight, that it seems to be a combination of both physiology, yes, what's going on in their bodies, but also what's going on in their head and the way they see life or the way they've been conditioned to see life, but also health. Does health seem to be a boring, bland, chore 
or could exercise be fun and you know enjoyable it all depends on how they've been conditioned so you know they often have a lifetime of practice worked out for them in terms of what's coming in the way for them right so we really need to go and ask them but is that true where does this thought come from is it is this perhaps your parents view or someone else you've encountered throughout your life so how could we look at that in a different way and how can i support you as a coach to see this in a different way so you can move forward and reach your goals and also remember that weight is contagious and it's been shown that our social networks are more important than our genetic networks so this means that if your friends are overweight you are going to be more likely to be overweight compared to if your parents are overweight so the whole purely genetic thing doesn't make a lot of sense here does it so we all yes we do all want to be included we want to belong we want to connect but the facts are that if you've got friends that are overweight you are 171 percent more likely to be overweight but if a sibling or perhaps your parents are overweight you're only 40 percent more likely to be overweight yourself so luckily the good news is that just as obesity is contagious so is health so helping your client to maybe find networks or environments or others that are on a similar journey to them might be the key. And then lastly, I think that we do need to ask ourselves, you know, when, when you do want to lose weight, just ask yourself whether it is really just about the weight. Is it really just about the number on the scale? Because if you think about it, if you want to lose weight, you know, you can easily just cut your leg off. <laughs> But that wouldn't make your life better, would it? So if we just focus on the number, you know, there's many, there's a lot of ways that we can do that, but it's possibly not going to make your life better. And, um, you know, if we do not focus on health or how we feel while we're trying to lose weight, then I can tell you that it's really going to be difficult to sustain it. And we tend to just gain all the back, the weight back again. Because yes, we want to lose the weight, but we also want a better life. We want to actually enjoy our fit and strong bodies, isn't it? We don't want, or most people don't want a slim body, but want to feel tired all the time or sick or depressed or have you know chronic pain. No, it kind of defeats the purpose for most people. We want to go out and live and have energy, right? So the focus needs to also be on how the changes you make could improve your quality of life as well. Don't just focus on the number on the scale because it truly won't be sustainable. Okay, so remember that sustainable weight loss is really not about willpower. We just need to balance our client's physiology and also be present for them, holding the space. And listen, use your deep listening skills to see what is really going on here. And the combination of these two elements, that's where you'll see is where the magic often happens. 
So thank you for joining me today and all the best with being there for your client throughout their weight loss journeys, listening out for what they need and what type of support they require in order to move forward.